I'm Nick Ainelli. What's well, slowing the speed limit from 45 to 35 on part of US 1 might do to traffic. I'm Christy King. Mixed sun and clouds today, hot and humid with an isolated shower possible at highs into the low 90s. 6 o'clock. CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. A key figure in planning the 9-11 attacks is dead. President Biden made the announcement from the White House. My fellow Americans, on Saturday, at my direction, the United States successfully concluded an airstrike in Kabul, Afghanistan that killed the emir of al-Qaeda, Iman al-Zawiri. Al-Zawahiri targeted on the balcony of a safe house where he'd been hiding with his family. No one else in his family believed to have died in the attack. Al-Zawahiri had been running al-Qaeda since Osama bin Laden was killed by Navy SEALs during the Obama administration. Kentuckians are struggling days after catastrophic flooding swept eastern portions of their state, killing at least 37 people, wiping out entire neighborhoods. We've been living here for 50 years. This is a far and away the worst flood that I've seen. Governor Bashir says they're still searching for hundreds of people. He hopes many will be located once cell phone service is restored. There's also devastation in Northern California near the Oregon border where a deadly wildfire fed by lightning strikes, extreme heat and dry weather has mushroomed to more than 55,000 acres. Roger Derry lives in Siskiyou County. There's so much loss. Two people died when their car burned as they were trying to escape. Search and rescue teams are going property to property now, looking for others who may not have made it out. Guy Reffitt, who brought a gun with him to storm the Capitol on January 6th, has been sentenced to more than seven years in prison. Correspondent Christopher Cruz is in Washington. Prosecutors said Reffitt planned to drag House Speaker Nancy Pelosi out of the building by her ankles with her head hitting every step on the way down. They called him a domestic terrorist who wanted to physically remove and replace members of Congress. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is in Malaysia today. She could fly to Taiwan from there. If she does, China is warning the U.S. will pay the price. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says Pelosi's trip shouldn't be seen as a provocation. We've not ramped up the rhetoric. We've not changed our behavior. China considers Taiwan, which is a sovereign nation, part of its territory. President Biden is still in isolation, waiting for a negative COVID test after a rebound infection. CBS's Dr. David Agus says the president now has a greater risk of long-term issues. If you're infected a second or a third time, the risk of long COVID goes up significantly. Long COVID is still difficult to diagnose, and right now there's no treatment. Dow Futures down 168. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 603 on Tuesday, August 2nd. We're at 76 degrees this morning, going up to around 90 with isolated showers possible later. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Bruce Allen, and here are the top local stories we're following for you this hour. One man is dead and five others are hurt after a shooting last night in Northeast D.C. D.C.'s police chief says he's frustrated at the ongoing rash of gun violence.
One man has died and five others were hit after gunfire broke out over at the Aziz Bates property along F Street. Uh, we appear to have a large group of people who were in the area uh, when the shots rang out. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti expressed his frustration and says they're asking for the public's help. I'm angered at the fact that residents had to experience this in their community. The residents didn't deserve this. He says they don't have information about possible suspects or the vehicle to release at this time, but anyone with information should contact D.C. Police. Melissa WTOP News. And there's growing anger among members of the community about the rise in gun violence. Last night in Southeast D.C., residents heard from community leaders and local pro basketball players as they tried to come up with solutions to reduce crime in the city. If I don't value myself, you know, why should I value you? Why should I value your life? And that's what's happening. Warice Majid with the organization Yay Me. I do believe that collaboration is the most important thing that we can do. Wizards forward Anthony Gill. This is a problem that a large group of our community is going through. And, you know, we can't ignore it. Mystics guard Natasha Cloud. You know, I've said it in the past and I'm not afraid to say it again. It's not only on us and the Wizards. It's also on the Nationals and the Capitals to step up as well. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. The search is on for a child and his father after they both went missing while swimming in the Potomac River last night. It is an ongoing search effort this morning in Charles County, and it includes the county sheriff's office, Maryland State Police, the Coast Guard, and the Maryland Department of Natural Resources. A Coast Guard spokesman tells NBC4 that five people, all from the same family, were trying to swim from the shore to an anchored boat that was farther offshore when they began struggling. A good Samaritan on another boat pulled three of the family members out to safety, but a father and his young son were not able to make it out. They remain missing, and the frantic search continues. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. Maryland Democrats came together yesterday to rally behind Wes Moore, the party's nominee for governor. At a unity rally in downtown Silver Spring, State Comptroller Peter Francho, who lost to Moore in the state's Democratic primary, offered his full support to the political newcomer. While we were competing for the same office, we were doing so with one mission in mind to secure a brighter, more equitable, more prosperous future. Meantime, the Maryland Republican Party announced that former Governor Robert Ehrlich would campaign for nominee Dan Cox. Governor Larry Hogan has called Cox a QAnon whack job and said he will not campaign for him. A federal judge has dismissed a second lawsuit seeking to force members of Virginia's Republican-controlled House of Delegates to hold an unscheduled election this year. U.S. District Judge David Novak ruled that federal courts do not have the authority to order new elections for all 100 members of the state House of Delegates using newly drawn legislative maps. The ruling came in a lawsuit filed by three plaintiffs who claimed their voting strength and political representation were unconstitutionally diluted or weakened by the state's failure to complete redistricting before the 2021 elections. Coming up after traffic and weather, some changes are ahead for outdoor dining in Alexandria. It's 6.07. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. In sacred scripture, the followers of Jesus saw over 5,000 people who were hungry, and the disciples were overwhelmed as to how to feed them. Jesus told them to give him what they had, five loaves and two fish. Then he miraculously multiplied what was offered, and there was more than enough food for everyone. When we see so much need in our midst, the evil one wants us to be deceived into thinking there is nothing we can do. Jesus says the exact opposite. Just give me what you have, your time, effort, sacrifices, resources, and simply watch how I will use them in miraculous ways 
to satisfy the hunger and the thirst of my people. There is nothing too small we can give to the Lord. He just asks for our very best. It's 608. Get a precision AC tune-up for only